What up? Welcome in to another episode of the Not Your Normal Podcast brought to you by iFilm Cinema. Cinema for everyone. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcast. Aaron, how are you doing today? I'm pretty good. What's going on? Nothing much. Um, I'm laughing because I really wanted to say brought to you by Kai Film Cinema. Aaron said, don't say that, and then clicked record. I didn't. I did say that, yeah. So I was watching an iDubbbz video. You know who that is? No. He's a hilarious YouTuber. Okay. Fantastic. He does a thing called Content Cop. Okay. He like roast YouTubers that are douchebags and like different things. But he had a uh, a tier list of like mascots that like could they beat me up? Could I beat them up? Yeah. This is the topic I didn't want to tell you because it's going to be hilarious. Okay. So I have a list here. I've got the top fifty cartoon characters of all time and the twenty one most famous brand mascots of all time. And I want you, we're going to go through them. And we're going to discuss if we'd kick the hell out of them or if they'd beat our cheeks. Okay. <laughs> All right. The first one, he debuted in 1894. He'd beat my ass. It's the Michelin Man. Yeah. He'd beat my ass. The Michelin Man? Yeah. Why? He survived multiple wars. Literally multiple wars. So, the only, that is, I don't care about that. I don't care about and how old he, he is. And he grew up to, you know, 120 feet in Ghostbusters. I just, <laughs> the Marshmallow Man. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't know what the Michelin Man is. He's a bunch of tires. Why are the tires white? That's what he looks like. He's not a bunch he, of. Yeah, he's a bunch of tires. Okay, he beat the shit out of me then. Yeah, he's, he's a bunch, a bunch of, of tires. rubber tires. Yeah, he's a bunch of tires. So, we both agree the Michelin Man would just beat Yeah, he absolutely. Would just, he would body both yeah. of us. Any set of tires that survived since the 1800s <laughs> would beat my cheeks. Mr. Peanut by Planters. Oh, I'm I, kicking the I'm shit out of him. I'm kicking the hell out of him. I'm beating his cheeks. I'm stepping on him and crushing him. Um, yeah, I, like I said, no not doing all of these, just kind of the big ones. Mickey Mouse. Who? Mickey. Boy, that guy. I'd beat the shit out of Mickey Mouse. You beat up Mickey Mouse? Yeah. I wouldn't beat up Mickey Mouse. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't do it. I feel like Mickey and I could have a conversation and we would well, have to I'm fight. Well, I'm going to say, if, we're, if we had to fight, oh, I'd, beat, yeah, I'd beat the hell out of him. Yeah, but I wouldn't Mickey want wouldn't. to. <sighs> Poor Mickey. Um, rich Uncle Pennybags by Monopoly. The old guy? Yeah. Mr. Monopoly himself? Yeah, Mr. Monopoly. I'd beat the shit out of that old man. I would not. Why? Wouldn't even swing on him. Why? His name is Mr. Pen- His name is Uncle Pennybags. If you touch him, he's suing you for everything you've got. That's true. That's true. And he's winning. Yeah. Don't fight a rich guy. Okay. I would just let him smack me with his cane and then. And you do know he doesn't have a monocle, right? I do know that, yes. Here's one we're going to disagree on Tony the Tiger. Tony the Tiger? Dude, I'm bodying Tony the Tiger. He's not a real tiger. All he does is walk around and go, they're great. And he's around a bunch of little kids. I'm working Tony. I could beat up Tony the Tiger. And have you seen the. All different uh, Frosted Flakes commercials. In the middle of my ground and pound session, I go, they're great. <laughs> well, he plays soccer and basketball. He's not even good at those. Have you seen the commercials? Yeah. Yeah, yeah the kids just I'd give suck. him these hands and he'd think, they're great. Kool-Aid man. Uh, he'd beat the hell out of me. Just push him down, he'd break. Yeah, but you have to you have to push him down first. That's a tall, it's a tall drink of water. Right no, I'm, I'm pushing him down. I'm kicking his ass. Here's one that we both agree on. Mr. Clean. I'm beating the shit out of Mr. Clean. What? That bald dude's working nah, me. No, I'm beating the hell out of Mr. Clean. That dude's going to clean the and floor gonna, with me. And I'm going to give him a noogie while I'm at it. <laughs> that bald head. <laughs> yeah. Shine that head. Uh, Coco the Monkey by Coco Pops. I don't even know what that is. Oh, I'm throwing Monkeys that are monkey. scary. Yeah, I'm throwing that monkey, though. Monkeys, he, he'd probably rip my face off. 
the Pillsbury Doughboy. Oh, I'm Woo! beating this, that guy. I'm beating the car, <laughs> Jason Tindall. <laughs> body in body in the Pills, yeah. Pillsbury Doughboy. Um, Quickie by Nesquik. Oh, the, the rabbit. Body? Yeah, I'm not fighting a rabbit. Yeah, no. He's so fast. Mario. I'd beat the hell out of that dude. Really? Yes. I don't know. He's a plumber. He's got a lot of tools and stuff at his disposal. There's also a 48-year-old man trying to save a 15-year-old princess. Yeah, I'd probably beat that out of him. Captain Morgan. Oh, he'd beat the shit yeah, out of Yeah, he'd me. stand over my dead yeah. body and put his leg up. Yeah. Joe Chester Cheetah. Dude, he's on like some sort of drug, so he'd beat the hell out of me. <laughs> you seen the family guy? He says, it ain't easy being cheesy. Yeah, yeah. Crumbles up the, the Cheetos and then snorts them off his he's coffee on some table. some sort of drug. Yeah, no, he'd beat me. Um, The M&M's. Oh, I crush them. There's five of them. Doesn't matter. No, there's five of them. I'd crush them. We've disagreed on like all of these. They, I feel like the the M and M's guy would just murder me. I just walk outside. Well, they'd melt eventually. Okay. Yeah. I still think they'd beat me up. Colonel Sanders. Who? Colonel Sanders. KFC. Oh. It's an old man yeah, working I'd be, him. I'd beat him up. Yeah. Working him. I'm putting him in hospice care. Uh, okay then. The Geico Gecko. I'd beat him up too. Yeah, I'd kick his ass. Um, let's go to cartoon characters. Bugs Bunny. I'd beat the hell out of Bugs Bunny. I've watched Bugs Bunny. I don't think Bugs Bunny would beat me up. I think Bugs Bunny would fool me. Because <laughs> Bugs Bunny, I mean, if you think about it, Bugs Bunny bamboozles like yeah, everybody. Everyone, yeah. He makes Daffy Duck look like an idiot. Yeah, he is an idiot. Makes Elmer look stupid. Yeah. Like every villain that he goes up against, he just makes them look dumb. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be added to that group. That's very true. He'd probably make me look stupid. Uh, Homer Simpson, I just throw donuts at him and kick his ass. Yep. Bart Simpson, he's a kid. Beat him up. Charlie Brown, beat him up. No, you can't beat him up. Why? It's Charlie Brown. He's a bald kid. I body him. He lets that little girl pick on him. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You think I'm I'm scarier than a little girl? Fred Flintstone. This is a hard one for me. Nah, he'd win. He'd beat both of us up. He'd probably beat the hell out of both of us and yeah. laugh and go, fighting me? It's a yabba dabba yeah. don't. <laughs> yeah. The Grinch. I feel like the Grinch is kind of a puss. Yeah, I'd beat, I'd beat up, Grin- I'd beat up the, beat Grinch. the Grinch. He's kind of scary, though. Here's one that we're not going to beat up. Let's hear it. Pie Pie the Sailor Man. Nope, you're correct. <laughs> he'd eat some spinach. Those you know tumors what? on his arms would get depends, bigger and depends, he'd beat me depends up. Depends on where, where I'm fighting him at. Anywhere where there's no spinach around, the vegetable I'm winning. aisle at Walmart. Oh, then I'm just gonna see him and I'm gonna walk away. <laughs> he just pops he nine pops cans in here of right now. I'm beating him up. Okay, I've seen Brutus work him, and then he just pops some spinach, and it's a whole different ball yeah, game. Exactly, and just so, keep him away from spinach. But he's always got spinach. I guess. Wally Coyote. <laughs> no, he's an idiot. Yeah. Rocky and Bullwinkle. This is a duo. No, I couldn't beat them up. Yeah, I couldn't either. They'd probably beat me up. SpongeBob SquarePants, dude, I am demo. I don't yeah, know. I'm Sponge- working SpongeBob. SpongeBob got in a fight. Remember, he just, he just punches him and absorbs it. I'm working SpongeBob. You can't hurt SpongeBob. You can rip him in half. You He's can't. a sponge. I can rip SpongeBob in half. He probably laughed the whole time. Doesn't matter. Ah! Do that thing Doesn't the whole matter. time. Doesn't matter. Sponges can't grow things. I'd rip him in half. He's a sponge. Okay, Eric Cartman. Yeah, I could beat him up. Yeah, Eric gets beat up all the time. Or I would just pour a bunch of soap on SpongeBob. Daffy Duck. I'd beaten the hell out of Daffy Duck. I'd just say duck season fire. Porky Pig. Same thing. Bip, 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 bip. <laughs> I, I, I'll be I, talking straight after I'm done with them. <laughs> he'd just be like, 
black eye and all. That's all, folks. Yeah. I wouldn't want to fight Porky Pig. I feel like Porky's sweet. Porky's nice. Scooby and Shaggy. They'd probably beat me up, to be Shaggy's honest. Shaggy's not going to fight you because Shaggy's high. Yeah. And if we're being realistic, Scooby's a dog. Yep. If he's mean, he would dare you. He's a Great Dane. Up. Yeah, he's a giant Great Dane, yeah. Mr. Magoo. Who? I don't even know who that is. Wait, you beat him up. You never heard of Mr. Magoo? No. Okay. I don't even know who that is. (laughs) Beavis and Butthead. I'd beat the hell out of Beavis and Butthead. Beavis and Butthead. Fat Albert. The whole crew. Not just Fat Albert. The whole crew. Oh, they beat my ass. They're from Bed-Stuy. Where? They beat my ass. They're from where? Bed-Stuy. I don't know where that's at. That's that's the ghetto of Harlem. (laughs) They beat beat my ass. (laughs) I got two interesting ones. I'm going to put them together. Okay. They have nothing to do with each other, but I'm putting them together. Okay. George Jetson from the Jetsons and the Pink Panther. I don't think they'd beat me up, but I think they'd probably like... George Jetson would probably bring out some future technology. Exactly. Shoot you and then the Pink Panther you. would probably just outwit me. Just do something crazy. So they'd beat you up. Gumby? He'd outwit me, get me get me immobilized, and then I would just hear slowly. Da-dum. Da-dum. <laughs> It gets louder as it, as he gets closer. I'm immobilized, just laying down. You, didum, 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 didum. I go, oh god. How about Gumby and Pokey? Actually, I go, oh, oh, oh he on X Games. <laughs> oh my god, he on X Games. <laughs> Gumby and Pokey beating them up. Underdog. Who? Underdog. Who's that? You know who the underdog is. I think I made a movie about yeah, that. Yeah, underdog. He's a superhero dog, so no. He has superpowers. I'm not winning that fight. He has superpowers. Um, I'm trying to get through the rest of this list. Uh, Ren and Stimpy. I'm beating the hell out of Ren and Stimpy. You think so? Yes. Winnie the Pooh. Yes. The whole gang. Yes. Eeyore? Yeah. You're beating up Tigger. No, you're not. Yeah. Tigger, <laughs> Tigger's on acid. <laughs> I'm beating Tigger's him up. cracked out of his mind. Yeah, you're right. But... No. I'm not. How about Arthur, the aardvark? Have you seen that photo of his fist? He got Dude, a he got a hammer. I'd break his glasses. <laughs> I'd beat Arthur up. All I know is that if you look at him and he gets mad and you see this right here, you're in trouble. <laughs> Yogi Bear. Now he's a bear, so no. So I was Winnie the Pooh. You said you body him. Winnie the Pooh also has a, a t-shirt that can't fit. <laughs> <laughs> his little belly sticks yeah. up. How about Alvin and the Chipmunks? That'd be terrifying. It would be terrifying. God. I wouldn't want to fight them. Woody Woodpecker. No. No, I wouldn't fight him at all. No. Tom and Jerry as a duo. They're so good at beating each other up. Yeah. I feel like they'd be monsters yeah. together. Yeah, you're right. Um, Felix the Cat. Yeah. yeah. Here's a good one. Who? Angelica Pickles. Very diabolical. She Angelica is a, She is a child. Yeah, I'd beat the hell out of Angelica. <laughs> The Powerpuff Girls. Nope. There's no chance. Oh, God. They fuck up Mojo Jojo. Blossom, <laughs> and Bubbles, that, and Buttercup. That, and that red drag queen. Yeah, that's weird. Spider-Man. No, he'd beat my ass. Yeah. George of the Jungle. He'd also beat my ass. <laughs> Superman. 100% beat my Batman. ass. Batman. Beat my ass. Wonder Woman. Beat my ass. And the last one. Who? Bobby Hill. Who? From Bob. King of the Hill. Damn it, Bobby. The I'd, son of- kill, I'd work him. You think I'd so? work Bobby. Absolutely. Uh, um, Janet. Of all these, who'd be the like the one you'd be most afraid to fight? Superman. You think so? Yeah. Or Wonder Woman. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Powerpuff Girls. Yeah, be, be terrifying. terrifying. Yeah. 
Blossom, Bubbles, and Buttercup, they would just work yeah. your ass. Um, of the mascots, who's the scariest? You wouldn't want to. I don't know. Probably like the probably the Michelin Man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to fight Mister Clean. I I feel like he's just like Stone Cold Steve Austin. I'd clean his clock. That's what I do. <laughs> I, I I wouldn't want to fight a muscled up ball dude. I'd clean his clock. I don't think you would. Dude, he has a hard time tackling grease stains. <laughs> no, he does ass. not. He tackles grease stains with pristine. He can use his Mr. Clean er- magic erasers to wipe up the blood after I'm done working Dude, he, his would, he would use his magic erasers to erase you from existence. <laughs> he would kill you and you wouldn't even go to heaven or hell. You would just cease to exist because he'd erase your soul. Jesus. I would not fight Mr. Clean at all. I feel like he's scary. He might be. He's a, he's a big guy. Yeah. Have you seen those newer commercials where he's life-sized? He's really big. He's really big. Yeah, the Michelin Man is. Like, I don't like. You can't do just, anything. He's to just him. white tires. Every time you hit him, you just bounce back. He doesn't do anything. With the whole SpongeBob thing, there's an episode where he's getting punched. And he doesn't yeah. feel anything. Yeah, exactly. But I would see they fail to realize he's a sponge. You can rip and you can rip a sponge in half. You can also cut a sponge open. And that's what I do. Yeah, that's true. Um, I found a. Uh, I actually want to talk about this. I'm not a sponsor. Okay. Found a restaurant today. Oh yeah, that was fantastic. Um, so I go and eat today at um, it's a place in Denison that I've drove by multiple times, and I was like, I don't know if that place even, I don't know if that place is good at all. I feel like it's probably not. And so I eat at Boston Fish Supreme today. The store manager is a guy that comes into Red Lobster all the time. Him and his family, and they always ask for me. They're super duper friendly. I love when they come in. He walks over to the table. We talk. Um, goes back to the register. Comes back with some boxes. I'm always hesitant about fish places here. I, I am too. That's why I'm like, man, I don't really know. Like, I don't. Fish places in Texas are just kind of like. Ugh. Like, there's certain places. Like, if you go to like a super high yeah. upper echelon restaurant that sells fish in Texas. Yeah. Okay, because they have the money to fly. Like that place in Vegas that sells only seafood. Yeah. You're in the middle of the desert. But it's also Vegas. They can afford to send a $1 million plane every single day, a jet to fly there to pick it up and then fly back within, you know, a couple of hours. Yeah. Sherman, Texas, Denison, Texas, they don't have them type no. of resources. Like catfish, okay, because there's catfish around here. That's what I ate. Yeah. Do people eat bass? No. Not um, here. Not that I know of. What else? Is there a catch around here? Snapper? It's very trout. Uh, tilapia. Yeah. That's a main one. Like a wood grilled tilapia that's, or yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's okay because it's around here. But like, you I know. I don't know if tilapia is around here. Uh, Golf, I, I don't know. Probably, yeah. I have, no, I but have no clue. When it comes to, you know, what's a more exotic fish? Not an exotic fish, but a fish. Swordfish. Sword, salmon. That's not around here. We have we have salmon or a lobster. Yeah, I know, but it's not from here. I'm not surprised by what you just mouthed me. <laughs> I'm not surprised by that whatsoever. And you know how I know. You, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, but anyway, so I, I'm at Boston <laughs> Fish Supreme, and his, his name is Ali. He's awesome. One of the coolest dudes I've ever met. Comes up, table, talks to us, and then he uh, walks back behind the counter, comes back with... Uh, Comes back with a box for me and a box for Brittany, and then brings us the ticket. And he puts it down. And he's like, "Hey, I just want to let you know, I already covered this." I was like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, I already, I already covered the y'all's check. You're good." 
I was like, man, thank you so much. So then I went ahead and tipped. Here's how awesome I am. I'm going to flex a little bit. I went ahead and tipped the bill to our server. Mm-hmm. Like the whole bill, I just gave it to her. I was like, here's, well, he already paid for your food. I was like, I got you. It's all you. Are you sure? I was like, yeah. She's like, thank you so much. It's only $20. She's like, thank you so much. But first off, that was awesome. Shout out to Ali. Can't, I like when he comes in Red Lobster, brings his family. They're great. So look forward to seeing y'all again. But the food was amazing. So much better. I, I didn't think I thought it was just gonna be okay or whatever. Very good. The inside, it is such like when you drive by it, it's just like look like whatever. It's such a nice restaurant. Like on the inside, it is really really nice. I'm trying to think of other fish places here. Huck's. Huck's. Huck's is good. Well, here's okay. I like Huck's. I ate at Huck's on Friday. Had their fried catfish. Ate at Boston Fish Supreme today. Had their fried catfish. Wasn't close. Really? And I like Huck's. Huck's is Boston good. Boston Fish Supreme was much better. Where's a Red Lobster here? Yeah. Shout no. out to Red Lobster. Very yeah. delicious place to eat. Love yeah. it. Yeah. Very good. Huck's Red Lobster, this Boston place. Boston Fish Supreme. Get it right. Um, In Catfish King. They're not even open anymore, are they? Yeah. I thought they were closed. I thought no. they'd been closed. They closed and they reopened. Oh, They're I never open. liked that place. I have a story about that place, actually. Do you remember Jerry? Sims? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Jerry went to work there, like he got a job there when we were when he was like sixteen or seventeen, something like that. And I remember he had just gotten a car, and he came over to my house because we used to live a couple streets away from each other. And he had came over to my house right after school, uh, and we were just you know hanging out, playing basketball, playing Xbox or whatever. And then at like five thirty. He said uh, he had to go, you know, he had to leave, he had to go to work. And I was like, oh, where do you work? He said, Catfish King. I was like, oh, cool. The very next day, I didn't have a class with Jerry because he's a, he's a year younger than me. We're the same age, but he's in a class uh, under me. Uh, your boy's smart over here. Uh, um, didn't see him all day. I saw him at basketball practice, but we really can't chat during basketball practice. He's in the fresh because he was a sophomore. So he was down with the – he was in the first locker room, not in the second uh, second one with the rest of us. And um, <laughs> after after that, he came over to my house again, and uh, I was like, yo, how's work? And he goes, yo, I quit. And I went, why? Why? And he goes, well, first of all, the pay apparently is terrible. And I went, didn't you not talk about that whenever you know the you – interview? In your interview? He goes, no, I didn't want to ask because I thought it was rude. And I was like, okay, I get it. Um, that's not rude. Yeah. No, I don't know. That's something you ask. Uh, anyway, he goes, dude, I was only going to make like $5 an hour. And I went, did you get tips? Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't, not good though. Yeah. Not good. At Catfish King. Yeah, no, no, terrible. I didn't know you tipped but there. I, me neither. I thought you just went I've never, I've brought, never eaten there in my life ever. I, I, well, I remember you just walked up to the counter ordered kind of like a, like a long John Silver's and they just bring it to the table. That's yeah. all they do. You get your own refills. You do everything. Yeah. Um, why would and, you tip anybody? And he said, on top of that, he was in the back being trained and like they were teaching him like what stations were what and all this stuff. And he said he saw a guy sneeze into his hand, knock the mashed potatoes over on like the counter when he sneezed, like but oh, go with his hands, like he went up and whenever he went to cover his mouth with his hands, his he, hands and- he tipped the mashed potatoes over onto the counter. He sneezed into his hands. Saw like snot in his hands, 
wiped his hands on his pants, used his hands to scrape the mashed potatoes back in the bowl and continued stirring. Oh, that's terribly disgusting. Okay, I can guarantee that has not happened at Boston Fish Supreme. (laughs) Oh, that's terribly disgusting. That's gross. And I'm glad I've never eaten there a day in my life. And I... Every time I see it now, that's the only thing I think of. I wonder if that same cook is back there sneezing in the mashed potatoes. Probably. No, Boston Fish Supreme was so spectacular. I've also never even been... I've never even been in the parking lot of Catfish King. Oh, I have. I've eaten there before. I haven't. I'm disappointed that I have now. I've never been within a 50-yard radius of that place. You ever been to Sam's? Yeah, but I always park on the side. Okay. Well... (laughs) I've never went to the place, the other building over there... Um, well, uh, Jim John's. Yeah, never rib eaten crib, rib crib. Uh, or what is this? Not a rib crib. There yeah, is a rib crib rib there, crib. but I've been to rib crib, but that's you know four buildings down. Uh, my Sky, whenever she used to work there, uh-huh. I'd go by there and she'd give me free food. <laughs> yeah, shout out Sky. Oh, for real, shout out Sky. She just got engaged. Really? Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations, Sky. Um, what? Yeah, <gasps> there's a Verizon store over there, but I'm with AT and T, so I have no need to go in there should i even say this what when what? she was in in her term rojo oh i mean it's not i don't think it's a bad thing i thought it was kind of cool i remember that yeah whenever she got in her her uh, car accident yeah and her she looked like a zombie dude like, like her, her eyes were like, like her air bag or something hit her and busted a blood vessel yeah. in her eyes and her eyes are red i think it's cool looking yeah i remember that i think it's kind of cool she spent uh, she that's around the time i worked at starbucks she would come inside starbucks on breaks and we would talk whenever she was there but she's in the army now really yep she's in the army i think she's uh i don't know what she does but i know for a fact by her instagram the other day or maybe a week ago she got engaged that's cool congratulations um but yeah boston fish supreme man i might have to check it out very good and there was five tables that me being included so me and four other tables while we were there we're there for maybe 30 minutes there was like five or six people that came in and did takeout orders. Really? Yeah, they're they're busy. Huh. And you don't even realize it, but it's delicious. It's got like a five star rating online. I understand why. And if, to... if if Ali is, is is the manager, I understand why as well. Because he's a very, very very nice guy, very good guy. But I can also see him being a good boss, but also being very, very like detail-oriented and very, very critical of himself and of, of his staff and getting the best, but also being friendly. Yeah. So it's fantastic, and I will definitely be eating there much, much more often. Might have to try it but out. Yeah, then. it's some of the be- best catfish I've had around here. I actually ate it in front of you and Jacob earlier, the, you did. the leftovers. Even the microwave, it was great, <laughs> which is not the case with, with fish. Oh, yeah, you're correct. It was very have to good. to give that a try. Um, You were talking about... Um, show on netflix that oh my god you want to talk about that you're like, it's like borderline shouldn't even be on there so i was on tiktok yesterday last oh yeah. boy hey i get some great ideas from tiktok tiktok isn't the exact same i really i learned how the tiktok operates when you first like are on it of course the big thing everyone focuses on because it's a it's a weird app to be on to begin with but a lot of it's dancing videos but the more things it it has like this weird like I don't know algorithm to where it tracks what you watch. So if you watch a bunch of sports things, the next time you open the app up, you'll get more sports stuff. So it's tailored to what you like to watch, like stuff that you would be interested it sounds in. Sounds like Facebook. 
Basically, yes. Facebook caters to what you Yes, like, uh, exactly. That, that collect your data yeah. and use it, yeah. So it's basically the same thing, just video format only. Well, I saw in there this guy was talking about how a lot of people have been giving some heat to this show on Netflix because it's so outrageously scary and disturbing and creepy and vile and evil. Is it a series? Yeah, it's a series. What's it called? It has one, one season out. And I was like, every time I hear that, I'm like, Ugh. I've seen some pretty messed up stuff. And I also like that genre yeah, of I've, TV movie. I've watched ISIS videos, so yeah. yeah, I'm I'm good. But as far as like movies go, like I'm just joking. I've never, <laughs> I've never really, I don't have a a thing where I'm just like, oh, that's disturbing. Well, like the most probably the most disturbing thing I've ever seen. Well, well, a lot of people thought not to me. I thought it was normal, but when Glenn died on The Walking Dead and they yeah, bashed yeah, his yeah. head in, a lot of people got turned off from the show because of that because it was so gory. And you know, evil. And I was like, eh, who was part of the show? Who was the Iraq, Iran, or Iran leader that was publicly hung and was on TV? Oh, Wasn't I have there? no clue. Um, South Park's made a lot of jokes about him. Oh, hold on, amazing. Hold on, hold on, not Osama. Um, I have no clue what you're talking about. <laughs> I really uh, have... Saddam Hussein. Oh, I watched that on TV when I was like. 13. Oh, that's cool. That's like the most brutal thing I've seen on TV. Yeah. So, look, there's, I've, I'm sort I don't of. Know. I watched The Green Inferno. That didn't bother me yeah, either. That wasn't that. That's it pretty was gross. In, it's intense. It was gross, but it wasn't like. It's horrible. intense, but it's not like going to make me like, oh, make my stomach like. So, this is worse. The one thing, the only time I've ever recently paused something because I felt uncomfortable was because of Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix and that dude, his wife went missing, and then a year later he was. T- talking to the people about how he sleeps with her ashes every night Ew. and he doesn't let her son have anything of hers or go get his own stuff that has him and his mom in it. I'm like, okay, first of all, you killed, you killed her. <laughs> You're a psychopath. <laughs> you first killed off. Her. And he was like, yeah, no, I, I sleep with her ashes every night and I cuddle with them. And I went, Oh, what the <laughs> fuck? What the fuck is wrong with you? dude? <laughs> I was in love. Dude, don't sleep with her ashes. Yeah. He, put didn't her on sleep, the... he didn't even put it in an urn. There's a, Little pile in his bed, a little plastic baggie that he cuddled with of a human's ashes. Just put her ashes on the mantle, like everybody does. Dude, with their you grandma. killed her. You killed her. I don't care what <laughs> you said. You, hear me? you killed her. What <laughs> I said, just put her ashes on the mantle, like everybody does with their grandma. Yeah, exactly. Like, come on, you killed her. First of all, he he murdered her 100%. <laughs> so, what's so scary about this show? But no, so <laughs> the show talked about it at all. The show is called Aries. Our, a-R-E-S. It takes place in Amsterdam, so it's a foreign TV yeah. show. Okay. But it has, you can either, has it's dubbed English or you can put the English subtitles over it. I have the English subtitles yeah, over it and I have them uh, talk in, what do they speak in? Amsterdam? I don't know. Dutch? Amsterdamian. I don't know. No, it's Dutch. <laughs> they speak Dutch. Um, and... Everyone was. T- I saw this stuff, and I before I looked at watched it on Netflix, I Googled it, just straight up Googled it, and to my surprise, a bunch of news articles talking about how crazily intense it is and how wild the show is, and I was like, oh, I can't be that bad. In the first three minutes, I timed it because a lot of people said in the first five, so I was like, I wonder what time this actually does get pretty pretty strange. I'll just describe to you the first five minutes of it. Shows a girl getting ready. She's putting clothes in bags. 
what we call college here, they call university. Mm-hmm. So I'm a, that's what I thought she was doing because she looked around the college age. So she's putting her clothes in her breast. She was hugging her mom, her dad, goodbye, stuff like that. She's going to school. Well, she gets to school and these weirdly dressed people approach her and give her a note to join this like society. They call it a fraternity over there, but it's to here it would be it's like, like a, a club. secret society. Or no, something? it's not a oh, secret. Okay. It's very well known. Okay, so it's a club. It's a club. It would be called a club here, but over there they call it a fraternity. But it's boys and girls. Okay. So she's joining. It has this weird initiation process where they have to like crawl through a tent while the members beat the side of the tent. Not hit them. They just like make it creepy i don't know it's really strange it shows her crawling through this tunnel putting this like weird dirty robe on in the middle of this dark abandoned building with this giant a and a snake going through it for the symbol of aries Mm -hmm. and doing all this initiation process and there's no words being shown there's no talking it's just music and it's doing like a cinematic sequence and then it shows her going to a party hooking like hooking up with this guy then the next day, she's walking into the building to learn, to go to school, and she sees her, this guy that she just hooked up with, who I'm assuming she thought he had feelings for, mm. he has another girl on her lap, and then she gets up, and then the girl walks over and he kisses her, and I was like, huh, what is this, like a, it's like a sex a cult, like a, what is this, like a sex cult, what's going on here? Like a truffle. Yeah. I was really confused. And then she goes to class and she's a singer. So they're doing this like singing thing. Mm-hmm. And the guy she hooked up with is the piano player. Well, right in the middle of it shows from the back. She's standing on like the little choir stairs that you sing on. Mm-hmm. And she gets off the stairs, walks past the instructor, grabs a pair of shears off of the piano. First, I don't know why there were scissors on or shears, whatever you want to call them on the piano. But they were there. She grabbed them. Then the camera did this like slow pan around. She stabbed herself in the eye, both of them. Then put this like open the scissors, stuck it through her neck, and then cut. She killed herself right there. One of the first three minutes of the show. You know, I can understand how some people would be turned off by this. Gross. I sort of like it. <laughs> so I kept watching it. And it gets pretty strange uh yeah i it, imagine it gets it gets it gets pretty strange it's not anything crazy though it's, really she stabbed herself in the eyes and cut her throat she, she did she did um yeah yuck um <laughs> it's not anything crazy it's not anything that'll nothing crazy she just murdered herself yeah um no it's it's fine it's it's, fine. it's basically it's from what I've gathered, I've, I've watched about five episodes. I think there's eight. They're also only 30 minutes long. They're really okay. short so for a watch, Netflix series. They're easy to watch. Yeah. Um, from what I have gathered so far, my five episodes of watching, it's a society that's well known to the public, mm-hmm. but it's very hard to get into. You can only be invited into it. Apparently, from also, it sort of looks like they watch the people they want to initiate. They have this initiation process. Um, you get branded on your forearm with the Aries symbol, which I think that's a little extreme. So why, get like a tattoo or something. So why do you murder yourself? I don't know that part. I haven't got that far in the show huh. yet. I haven't got that far. Is but it? there is a thing. One of the kids, his name is Jacob. His name is Jacob. Yeah. But they pronounce it Jacob. Jacob. He was in the initiation process and he got freaked out 
and his brothers and his mom and his sisters and his dad are all part of it. They were all part of it. Okay. So it's sort of like a family, family thing. thing. You have to be a part of it. He didn't. He's different than them. So he bolts during initiation, and then they, they take off their masks, like find him. I'm like, oh well, Jacob's fucked. <laughs> Jacob's dead. Yeah. I was like, oh, he's he's dead now. They're gonna kill him. They're gonna probably do something with the body and make it seem like an accident. He runs into this. He goes downstairs into this basement. And he, he sees this set of doors and he opens it and it's just a brick wall. That's it. And then he touches his hand on it to try to push it. Maybe it's like a secret door or something. And his hand gets stuck to it. Like completely stuck. And I'm like, oh, that's some weird like. Like a rat trap. Like a stick. Yeah, trap. but it's like, I was like, there's some weird witchcraft going on here. And then he, you see him start to pull his hand off. And I'm like, oh, he's going to rip his skin off his palm. Oh man, he's about to lose his hand. And then nothing happened. And then someone found him laying down but he saw something in his head of this weird person being chained up and it looked like they were covered in black tar it's really strange he woke up now all of a sudden his two fingers that were stuck the most to the wall they started to like de like decompose yeah it was weird they turned black and then he gets into it with a member from the society and he touches him and then later on that night that dude killed himself so there's something, from what I gather, there's something up with that thing he saw in his head and, like, the color black being around, like... It's, it's called int- Aries. Aries, A-R-E-S. So, compared to... Because w- one of the, like, most gruesome movies I've ever seen was The Green Inferno. Oh, yeah. Is it more gruesome than that? No. No. Okay. It's not even... Dude, it's not that... I'm not... The only... There's only been two deaths in it so far. But they No, the first one, you see her kill herself, and the second dude... He gets discovered. He gets found, and he's like in a shower, and it looks like he just, you know, cut his wrists. That it. That's it. Hmm. But I can understand how like certain people, because it's a very, it's shot very dark. Like yeah. a majority of the episodes are dark. Like you can't watch it in a room with a light on, because the glare, no matter what angle you have, it'll glare. Because hmm. the basically the entire episode is always dark. Do you know who the director is by any chance? No clue. No clue. Whoever it is, though, did a good job. Hmm. I'll have to check it out. Aries. It's interesting. Um, you're talking about TikTok earlier. I'm too, yeah. You're showing me it, which TikTok is stupid. Hey, man. Didn't... We'll talk about that later. I... I What? About, like, contacting some TikTok. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How'd that go? <laughs> well, it was fine, and then Texas shut down. Oh, yeah. That's true. Um, you were showing me a video of... 2K21, uh, yeah, and Fight Night, the for, motion graphics for it, yeah, for the PS5, yeah. What do you think about the like the um, graphics for those two sports games? One being boxing, one being 2K, so two completely different sports. They just showed the graphics. I think for the, the Fight Night one looked good. I think that one looked good. I think it looked kind of clunky. I think the Fight Night one looked good. I think the 2K one it confused me because it looked good and at the same time it didn't look good. I don't ever think 2K looks good. I think 2K looks well, always looks like trash. I think so. it looked good. I think not the graphics themselves, but how they move looked good. I think it was really smooth. There was no hitches in their steps. There was no. It looked fluid. I might start doing this. I, I I'm being serious. I think I'm going to start doing this, which is a lot of a lot of 2K YouTubers do it, and I understand why, especially when they do like the whole my my league stuff. Yeah. They do it on their PC because it sims much faster yeah. when you're doing the season simming. But 
I feel like 2K, the best 2K that I've ever seen was Dom2K. He's a YouTuber, does exclusively 2K videos and as well as like NBA, like what ifs and stuff. But he played on PC and he had a series called the, the Three Kings of New York. And it might have been like 2K like 14 or like 2K15 or something, maybe 2K16. I can't remember. It's an older 2K. But he downloaded a graphics mod for the PC. Yeah. It looks better than 2K20 does on the Xbox One or the PlayStation 4. So if I buy a sports game from now on, I'll probably buy it off Steam on my PC and then download the graphics mod for, for said sports game. Because it makes it look like a completely different game. And yeah. then you can change like the scoreboard and the ticker and stuff at the bottom. And you can download mods that puts all that stuff together. It was It's so cool because it doesn't even look like a 2K game. It looks like an actual presentation of a basketball game. And okay. the graphics look better. Graphics on 2K, like, I don't know, 14 to 16, I don't know what game, on the PlayStation with graphics mods looks better to me than the PS5 2K does. I like how smooth it looked. I mean, it looks, I guess. It I looks just, really smooth. Like, it was fluid. I just don't ever like trailers for sports games. I feel like yeah. they always look bad. I also created, I got bored. Was it last night? It was maybe the night before. I think it was the night before. I don't I don't ever play 2K, but two nights ago, I re-downloaded the game um, and didn't know what else to do. So, I, I re-downloaded the game, and I created a team. A completely fantasy team. I took over the Houston Rockets because I don't like the Rockets. Um, moved them to Las Vegas. <laughs> so I don't like the Rockets. Moved them immediately. Yeah. Moved them to Las Vegas. Uh, changed the name to the Spiders because I had a cool spider logo. So the Las Vegas Spiders. The start, I created a full, like, eight players. Like in create a player. Mm-hmm. The starting lineup is... Kyler Durham at the one guard. He's a beast. Aaron Cross at the two guard. Subpar player. Uh, backup backup one guard. Then I got Ray Stone at the three guard. Oh, I bet he can't hit a three for his his, his three pointer. His three zero. Po- his three pointers are seventy two. Okay, that's that seemed about right. Okay, he hits some every now. Yeah, and Yeah, exactly. Uh, his but defense perimeter defense very is very high. But his, also his physical and his aggression is extremely yeah, high. Yeah, that's Ray. At four, I was trying to think of someone I know that's. Taller than you know us that could probably play a four, so I went with. Take a guess. Cameron Clark. No. TJ Ball. Someone our age. TJ Ball. Hmm. TJ Ball. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I went TJ Ball my first at the guess, four guard. Like, no, with Cameron at Clark. the four guard. Okay, five TJ guard. Ball. Who do you think? It's five. Thomas. No. I went, no. I went Peyton. Cause okay, Peyton's yeah, yeah, yeah. Six five three fifty. Did you name him Peyton or Clayton? I name him Peyton. Oh, Peyton man, Bryant. Name him Clayton. So the starting five is me, you, Ray, Peyton, and TJ Ball. Play for the Las Vegas Spiders. Our colors are like this aqua blue, purple, and black. Okay. Home jerseys are white with the stripes around the the neck uh, and the sides. Away jerseys are. Aqua with the basically almost the same thing, a little bit of design, yeah. and then our alternate jerseys are the basically the Utah Jazzes, but it goes from purple to aqua to black. That's cool. And uh, we played the Bucks our first game, and I simmed it. Um, 
I first of all the Bucks. I didn't realize how bad they were in the draft. Their best player, their best player in a fantasy draft, right? Yeah, okay. their their best player is Joakim Noah. Oh God! Yeah, that's rough. It's real rough. We beat them one hundred and forty-two to seventy-one. Oh Jesus! We Kyle, doubled them up. Kyler Durham, you had twenty. If I remember right, you had 24, 13, 12, 7, and two. Ray, I'm a beast. Ray was the leading scorer. How? Ray was the leading scorer. Now I know it's a video game. Ray was the leading scorer. He had 38, <laughs> like 15 and 15. Ray almost dropped a 40 piece. I had a quadruple double. Oh, God. I had 15, 15, 15, and 15. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then Peyton has had like 10. 11 blocks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was he 7-6 or whatever the no, high? No, 7-1. 7-1, Jesus. Yeah. He had 11 blocks, 15 points, and 15 boards. Our whole starting five had a triple-double. I'll just say that. Did anybody else play? No. I kept us in. I just wanted to see how it went. I turned off everything. I just wanted to see how it went. I watched it. I watched the sim, like the simulation go, and I went, oh, this isn't going good. This isn't good. Because the Bucks started off on a 15-0 run. I went, oh, God, we're we're way, way worse than I thought. And then all of a sudden, you just see scoring. Scoring. You see the the score just drop. I remember looking at the second quarter stats. We scored 37 points in the second quarter compared to their four. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well. We have arrived. Yeah. I was like, the I don't think we're, spiders have arrived. <laughs> I was like, I don't think we're going to lose a game this year. So on, on Madden, I'll take the uh, the first thing I do. Is You're also on my baseball team, too. Really? My MLB The Show. Yeah. Am I good? Uh, we're, we play for the play for the Phillies. Oh, Play sucks. for the Phillies. Um, <laughs> so it sucks. Me, uh, you are a starting pitcher. I don't want to play with Bryce Harper. Well, I did. I completely oh, erased. It's yeah, it's a fantasy okay. team. You're starting pitcher. I have my friend Bryce as closing pitcher. Uh, I'm first first base, and my backup is third base. I got Ray in left field because that's Ray played left field. Okay. I got Matthew Cross as the starting first baseman. Matthew's a beast. And as a secondary pitcher, starting pitcher. I got John John at shortstop because he played shortstop. Yeah, makes sense. And then I have Bryce's little brother Lance at second because he plays second. I also have Eli out in center field. Um, and then I have good old, the only other person I know that played baseball with me that I know really well. He's in the game already. Kyle Crick. Okay, yeah, I'm going to say Kyle Crick. <laughs> out at right field and back up pitcher oh wow so you got a good little squad pretty good so on madden when i would your do batting that, average is one why 1.000 wait oh i just never strike out you've you've played i've i never get out i'm 27 games in the season season you've batted 13 times you have 10 home bat, runs i don't bat very much i'm a pitcher yeah you're a pitcher you have 13 home runs god i'm a beast Sounds like real life. <laughs> no, I suck. I suck at baseball in real life. I'm a good like fielder and pitcher, but I was never a great batter. I wasn't a great batter. Either. I mean, I wasn't bad. I wasn't a great I, batter. I walked a lot. If I hit the ball, though, thing was flying. Yeah, if I hit the ball, I, I would leg it into a double or a triple, but I mostly walked and then stole second, stole third. That's usually what I do. Um, but on, Matthew was an excellent batter yeah, to the Matthew's point where they beast. walked him on purpose. Yeah, Matthew's a monster. Um, on Madden, I would take Washington. And I would relocate them to London. Yeah. Like immediately do a fantasy draft. Have me 
then I would add me on the team. I'd be the quarterback 99 overall. Oh, geez. I'm a monster. <laughs> I'd like break every record over You the also career. had a – I think I saved it on my gallery. I should have downloaded it and put it on my phone to show you. There's a play where uh, Joakim Noah, he went up for like a – he was right in the middle of the lane. He went up for a lip. Peyton jumped. Grab blocked it. Grab blocked it. Outlet pass to you on the left side of the court. I'm running right side. It's a two-on-one fast break. Pass it to you. Oh, he passed to you. You pass it to me. You keep going, and I just double clap that triangle. See what happens. See if I can make some magic. I look for some reason. I don't know why. He, I, my character didn't have to do this, but the guy that was on himself by himself on defense, as soon as I caught the ball, he ran towards me for the three-point threat. I double double tap that Y, but I also kept this part of my thumb on B, so it's a flashy lot pass. He jumps circle. in the air. Yeah, circle. circle he jumps in the air, looks to the right at the crowd, throws the ball behind his back through the air. You catch it like this with your left hand and turn around. Mid-air 360 threw it down. Oh. I went, share. Save that. <laughs> disgusting. Um, yeah, it was pretty gross. I'm not really like... As far as like graphics, for oh, like, that'll probably be the only game the set with well, the game because that was during the second game. But mm-hmm. I'll ever play. I'll probably send, yeah. That's what I would do. Um, as far as like graphics for, especially sports games, to me with in Fight Night, I'm not sure because we haven't had Fight Night in so long. Yeah. But with like 2K, dude, it's a roster rebrand. Madden's the same thing. It's a roster rebrand. The graphics don't improve from year to year really at all. And even going to a new console, I'm not sure how much better only, it's going to look. That's why I'm saying if I ever buy 2K again or if I ever buy a football game or if, like I'll probably buy Fight Night, I'm probably going to buy it on Steam on my PC so I can download a graphics mod on there. Yeah. To make There's it only a couple better. games that I know that I've saw, seen recently for PS5 that look good, which is the new Spider-Man looks really good. Yeah, I'm kind of excited for that. Um, Far Cry 5, I think, mm-hmm. it looked good. I'm never not gonna play it. Yeah, I'm not gonna play it, but it look, look the way it looks looks really good. But that's really about it. Yeah, normally graphics don't get crazy that look crazy better. What's what's a older an older like game that you like that people wouldn't necessarily like not to say people would know, but like they just don't like I don't know. I don't like okay. Mine a game that I can graphics don't matter. It's aged fantastically. A game that I could literally pick up right now and play the whole game one sit through and love every second of it is Return to Castle Wolfenstein on the PlayStation Two and the original Xbox. Hmm. I, I I like uh, I like Wolfenstein. Uh, I'm trying to think what what they're even called. It's like Blood Order or something like that. Something like that. I don't remember those games. They're okay. But Return to Castle Wolfenstein on the PlayStation 2 is so much better than any new Wolfenstein game. I've never played... That's a game I can pick up anytime. What's a game like that that you can just I can, pick up? I can name on one hand how many games that I've played all the way through that I've gotten into. Really? Yeah. Which was the first Fable. Very good. Um, like, that's one I could pick up right now in love. Um, I wouldn't go back and play it again. Oh, like, I liked it. I love it was Fable cool. 2. Fable 2 is great. Fable. I played through Fable. I've played through Grand Theft Auto Five. Okay, I haven't. Um, I've played through Batman Arkham City. That's a good one. Um, I've played through 
Ooh. I wouldn't really count Call of Duty the campaign as no, anything. That's not even. Um I think that's it. Oh, and I've played um damn it, what was it called? What's the word uh infamous? There was a PS4 yeah, exclusive. Yeah, infamous, I played through yeah. infamous. And, cool and the newer spot in the newer Spider Man. Yeah, Those I'll are the only the games Spider-Man. I've ever played all the way through. So what, 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 what's an older game that you could pick up and go, yeah, I don't care about the graphics. They're awesome. Like, it's just an awesome game. I don't care. It's fantastic. Um, because GoldenEye for the Nintendo 64 would be one of those for me. I probably, loved that game ooh, as a kid. Probably Donkey Kong for in Nintendo 64. Oh, Donkey Kong 64? Yeah. That game's hard. It is hard. My brother and I could never beat it. Yeah. We're little kids. We could never beat it. I've never beat it, but I can pick it up and play it. Did you hear? I didn't realize we were doing a video game hour today. I was so happy when I unlocked Diddy Kong on that game. <laughs> I don't like that. The only thing I like about that game is you can't switch characters right where you're at. And yeah. There's only certain bananas that certain characters can pick up. Yep. And so you have to go back, jump in the barrel, go to Funky Kong or whatever his name was, walk on your hands or whatever his name. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah. that character. Yeah. He was awesome. Yeah. Um, have you seen that? I, I heard they're going to remaster Goldeneye. Yeah, I heard so. Well, there already was a remaster, but it wasn't Goldeneye. Yeah. It, I mean, it wasn't bad. I, I, there, a lot of people hated it. I didn't hate it. I thought it was okay. But yeah, they're supposed to remaster Goldeneye. That looks, I'll definitely buy that. That looks cool. What the hell? Um, oh, before I say anything else, um, before we get on to our other topic, yeah. whatever it is, um, I'd like to say a to all of our listeners that if anyone listens to The Basement Yard, mm, yeah, um, I've been listening to The Basement Yard for about a couple years, maybe yeah, three so years now. Yeah, about um, two years I forgot me. exactly how we stumbled upon them. Yeah. I think... I think we stumbled upon a Joe Santagato video and then like continue to watch him. And then the, the podcast came out. Yeah. So that's him, his podcast and the Joe Rogan podcast. The only two other podcasts I listen to on a frequent basis. Yeah. And Danny, for those who don't know, Danny Lopriori. Hilarious. The co-host of the basement yard is taking leave from the show for the foreseeable future. Um, which is sort of sad. Yeah, it's disappointing. Because, yeah, it's sort of I, sad because I, I love Danny. Hilarious. Uh, he put a post out today, which we're recording this on the 19th, um, a Sunday. So he put a post out today saying that for the foreseeable future, he's not going to be on the show anymore due to some, he has some personal stuff to take care of, which is completely understandable. Um, but yeah, no, I'd just like to say, uh, Danny, if you listen to this, if you've ever, if you ever come across this clip it on the interwebs, I liked you when you were on the show. I hope you I hope you take care of what you need to take care of and uh, get, get back, back on the it. show. Yeah. Yeah. Him, and, him and Joe together are better than peanut butter and jelly. Oh, yeah. they're, they're so funny. All, what's your favorite Danny moment ever? Um, probably whenever they, on their 200th, 200th episode, they inhaled the helium and they, you fucking rat. <laughs> you dirty fucking rat. Dirty I, fucking love, rat. I love that. Yeah. My favorite Danny moment is when... He's talking about um, Bugs Bunny characters. Yeah. And he does Yosemite Sam. Yeah. He's like, you vormit! Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. And yeah. then he does, he does, uh, he does Foghorn Leghorn. He's like, boy! Talking about how he's racist. <laughs> oh my God. I, I remember where I was at. I'm at Sunny Dawn on my fork truck. I had to stop because I was afraid I was going to hit something because I was laughing yeah. <laughs> so hard. Um, oh my God. That show has given me so many laughs. And that, it's so great. It's not really a Danny moment. 
But my favorite moment from like that show is back before Joe moved into his new apartment, mm-hmm. back when he had like the actual like brick castle like podcast room yeah. with the night in the corner. Like that's how old this is. Yeah. When him and Joe were talking about cussing as kids and getting caught by their parents, and Joe was talking about how Keith uh, one night up playing Halo mm-hmm. was yelling yep, yep, and his yep, mom yep, yep. came and was like, you need to cut this off right now. And, it was, and she was like, you have five more minutes or whatever. And no, no she not five more minutes. He was like, you need to keep it down. You have school tomorrow, all this stuff. And Joe was like, he was like saying, I'm in bed and he's playing this game. And not five minutes after my mom left, Keith dies on Halo and you just hear him go, son of a bitch. <laughs> and his mom came in and then Danny was talking about how, uh, his dad would bust in and take his glasses off and instantly become cross-eyed because he didn't have his glasses <laughs> oh, on. Yeah. And he recreated it. That's pretty funny. <laughs> we talked about his dad being... Yeah. Dude, okay. By far, from that show, you better finish drinking that before I saw him. <laughs> By far, the greatest basement yard moment was when Joe... Which, when Joe talks... You know, what I'm, you know exactly what I'm going to say when I say this, what I'm talking about. When Joe talks about his dad, like... When I talk about my dad, my dad's a character in himself, but you exaggerate a little bit about your dad. Oh, when he got his dad when on the phone? When he calls his dad, his dad is exactly yeah. how he said he was. Yeah. Like, so there's this project called yeah. the Philadelphia... Yeah. I lo- I've never laughed You and Jacob so should cover that one. The Philadelphia Experiment. Yeah, okay. For the AOC? Yeah. Yeah, we'll do that. But um, that's that, pretty funny. That is probably the that or the the Bugs Bunny character for Danny. I think the funniest. <laughs> I think the funniest thing though is the episode where Keith comes back and they're talking about being on the subway, and Keith's impersonation of the guy on the subway because there's a homeless guy yelling about and stuff like that, talking about how he's going to shoot everyone on the on the train. <laughs> and Keith said, "I had my head pot, my headphones in, and I was looking down, playing a game on my phone. I didn't want to look up and catch his attention, and maybe my ass get shot." And all of a sudden, from the back of the train, you hear a dude stand up and just go, you ain't about that life, motherfucker. <laughs> and then sit back down, and the homeless guy just said, uh, and then walked away. <laughs> Jesus. But, yeah. Yeah, that's sad news to hear. Yeah. But hopefully Danny figures everything out and comes back. Yeah. Um, where are we at on time? About 50? 55. I was going to talk about this on the KSO, but I figured we'd cover that here because you're more... What understanding is it? of that. UFC stuff? They, yeah, UFC big news. Yeah, UFC 253 set for September 19th, 2020, um, which is, happens to be my brother Matthew's birthday. He'll be 23 on that day. Um, yeah, Paul Costa, the guy who sparred Logan Paul months and months and months ago, knocked Logan out and then got thrown around yeah, like a ragdoll by Logan. Around, though. Um, he's fighting Izzy, uh, also known as Israel Adesanya. Also known as the last style, style bender. bender. That's the coolest nickname in all yeah. sports. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, what's cooler? The chosen one? The last style bender. King James. Hold on. King James. Tom Terrific. The Black Mamba. Or the last style bender. The last style bender. Or the Notorious. The last style bender. You think so? Yes. Multiple people have the chosen one. I'm saying just like LeBron, that like King James. Yeah, that's that's yeah. a cool one because yeah. it's a biblical reference. Yes, but also a lot of people have that. King James? Yeah. Who's named King James? I'm not sure. Exactly. Just LeBron. Oh, James Rodriguez. Of course. He's not King James. To real Madrid fans, he is. LeBron. Um, 
I, yeah, the last Starbender is probably the coolest nickname. Yeah, ever. that's awesome. Yeah, um, but yeah, he's set to fight Paulo Costa, who's no slouch. But I don't think Paulo Costa is going to win that fight. Uh, <laughs> he's probably going to get toyed with the whole fight. Yeah. I just want to see the Israel Asanya John Jones fight. Twenty twenty one. That's yeah. when they said it's going to yeah. be. So and we'll they have, see. They have to meet in the middle at weight, don't they? Or catch weight for yeah, them would be weight. what? Oh, they wouldn't have to because. I watched Brennan Brennan Schaub, the guy that used to fight in the UFC, he does a bunch of podcasts with Joe Rogan. He did a he has a thing called a food truck diaries where he gets UFC fighters and they just go to these cool food trucks and order a bunch of food and talk. Brennan Schaub is a heavyweight, and Izzy met with him on his like off day when he wasn't training, mm-hmm. and uh, he was talking about it. And Brennan goes, "How much do you weigh right now?" He goes, "About two twenty. He didn't look too much different, so you could probably meet John Jones at two hundred five. It's only one weight class higher. He could also go into the fight lighter if he wanted to. I feel like he wouldn't do that, though. I feel like he'd be a catch weight in the middle. Probably 190. Yeah, 195. I was going to say 195 is probably what they fight at. Um, but, yeah, he's set to fight Paulo Costa September 19th. I'm taking Izzy by. Yeah. I'm T- taking by unanimous decision. I don't see oh. him knocking him out. Yeah, I'd be saying unanimous or like Because Paulo Costa a big dude. I'd say like a TKO late, late or like decision. Yeah, Garrett messaged me on Instagram the other day, said this dude's different, and then it showed a highlight of Israel Adesanya when he's fighting Kelvin Gastelum, mm-hmm. and he's sitting in the corner around five. You know, his face is, you know, swollen up because he's been hit a lot. It's five-round fight. They're both exhausted, and it shows Izzy look down at his hands and then look back up, and he looks at the sky and goes, I'm ready for this. I'm prepared to die. And, he, and the caption was, this dude's different. And I went... Yeah, he is. <laughs> Has Garrett ever seen Israel Sanya before? Really? Garrett, get yeah. culture, dude. Watch some yeah. fights. Come on. Um, it's not really culture. Then it's kind there's of some talks about <laughs> some talks about Habib and Connor too at the end of the year. That's not the when one there's I'm always in, there's always talks about Habib and Connor too. Yeah, Connor it's too, not the one I'm interested in. Here's the one I'm but interested in. But the one in. that's most likely going to happen per Dana White, the trilogy is the trilogy with Connor and Nate. At 155, not 170, which I think plays a Connor. That's a big, big top. Connor favor right there. That's like five pounds off me. Apparently, so. I think that fight was supposed to happen years ago, but Connor, I mean, Nate was saying, no, it's at one, we're going to fight at 170. Connor's like, no, I went up to 170 twice for you. Yeah, you come down to me. Yeah, you come down to me. We and fought now, twice at yours, and I beat you at yours. So what's, what's, I, I, I just know with Jorge, the, the BMF belt fight, how has Nate, Last year and a half. Has he been successful? He or, I mean, he fought that one fight. Is that it? That's, he fought He, he fought, fought Anthony, Jorge. He fought Anthony Pettis first in his comeback, and he beat him. Beat him. And then he, that's when he called out Jorge. Yeah. And then he fought Jorge. Lost to Lost Jorge. Jorge. And that was his last fight. Okay, so he's won That one. was late last year. Yeah, so he hadn't fought in a while. Yeah. So it'd be about a year off. Almost a year fighting. off, yeah. Huh. Yeah, but when he came out and fought Anthony Pettis, he looked – I mean, I don't think Nate – I don't think any of like the top tier stars of the UFC ever stopped training. No, absolutely not. Um, so he didn't look. He didn't look like a dude that was been gone a year. There's certain people of fighting that just don't lose their, you know, called ring rust. Yeah, you there's certain fighters don't have that. Yeah, I don't think Nate's one. Of the Nate's guys not one. It, no. Neither would his brother. I don't feel. Oh, like. Nick, no. Connor, no. No, he came back against Donald. Looked like he. Donald's old though. Not old, no. But he's, He's not old. He's I, the most decorated UFC fighter of all time. I know he's old though. He's fought for us. He's like, age like okay, fighting wise, he's old. Yeah, yeah. Like how many fights he's been in? Yeah. Because if a dude's thirty two and he's been fighting since he was sixteen and he's got eighty fights under his belt professionally, that's a lot. Yeah. 
that's a lot of fights. I mean, doesn't uh, was it Stephen Thompson that Wonderboy, you were saying? Who's yeah, seventy five like, and one, seventy five and zero in kickboxing. Yeah, yeah. He, he's got like over like almost a hundred fights under his belt, doesn't yeah. he? Like that's a lot. It is, that's yeah. a lot of tear, wear and tear on the body. Like um, his name Ryan Garcia, the boxer. Yeah, dude, that dude's already hit. He's what twenty? What is he? He's 21. 21. He's already got so many fights. He's 21. Belt, though. Like he has a bunch of amateur fights, which I don't count. But that still is going to take a toll over time. Not when you're hit, not when you're of that not when you're that caliber of a fighter because he doesn't get hit. But I'm saying it's like Floyd. Floyd has 100, 100 fights under his belt before he became professional. He just doesn't get hit, so it, it wears different. He also f- fights, fights different. Completely yeah, he different. fights different. He fights defensive. Ryan fights defensive until he finds you and it kills you and then murders your body <laughs> and your soul. He's like he's like the Mister Clean guy. If he was a little bit smaller, and he was a boxer. I think and, Ryan Garcia can knock Hispanic. you out. Yes. What do you mean? What do you just mean? Do I think he could? I wouldn't even remember. I wouldn't even see it coming. I wouldn't even know I fought him. That's what's crazy. He's I would just fast. wake up in a hospital. He's fast and strong. He's scary. He is. I can't wait until he gets like actual. Okay. I can't wait until he actually gets like pay-per-view like showtime numbers because he's not on that like level yet. We did this for cartoon characters at the beginning of this episode. One professional fighter, past present, Muhammad Ali, Floyd Mayweather, Conor McGregor, Ryan Garcia. Um, who else? What's the dude's name that you said that had like a super powerful punch? That's like Francis Ngannou. Francis Ngannou. Who would you not? Oh. You're standing with your oh. hands behind your back, and one of them gets to punch you in the face. Who is the last person you pick? Francis Ngannou. You sure? Yes. Yes. He's 260 pounds. He has 2% body fat. He hits harder than a full-on car coming at you at 100 miles per hour. He has the record. He The record. First of all, the record, I looked it up after, after we got done with that episode that day. The record previously to that, he outdid it by 2,000 pounds per square inch. That's a ton. What's scarier then? Francis Ngannou or Rampage Jackson in his prom howls and then swings at you? Francis Ngannou still. You think so? Yeah, because Rampage might miss because he's a little wild. He might miss. Francis don't miss. He, he. Okay. I'm going to say this. His last fight against Rosenstrike, um, dude was 12-0, and 0, was on the rise to UFC stardom. Back, he's getting ready for a heavyweight belt or title shot. Getting ready for that. 12-0, and 0, top of the world. He's run through all-stars in the MMA world. Alistair Overeem ran through him. He's running through these people, making it look easy. They put him in there with Francis. It took 11 seconds, and Francis didn't throw his right hand. He hit him with a left, and he got a stage 3 concussion, and it was in the <laughs> hospital for four days. What's Francis Ngannou's record? Uh, Like... 13 and 1. How's he ever lost? Steve Miocic, the guy that has oh, took the belt from DC, yeah, put them hands yeah, on him. He okay. didn't knock him out, but he okay. he outboxed him. Um who shout okay. out Stipe. He's a would volunteer rather, firefighter when he's not doing Would UFC you rather stuff. be punched by Francis Ngannou or Mike Tyson in his prom or George Foreman in his prom? I'd rather be punched by George Foreman in his prom. Okay, Mike Tyson Francis Ngannou. Francis Ngannou. You wouldn't so Mike Tyson's your answer. You wouldn't want to be punched yeah, by Mike Tyson in his no. prom. No. I, I, that's who I would go to. I don't want to be punched by Mike Tyson. Yeah. I don't no. want to be punched by Mike Tyson now. No. <laughs> he would eat me. But yeah, so Connor and Nate, I hope that happens. I hope that happens. I don't want Connor. First off, I hate that you say Habib and I say Khabib. It's Habib. I know. I just pronounced the K. 
But I don't want Connor and Khabib to fight again. I don't want that. I do. Because I feel like Khabib would just do the same thing again. I know. Or Habib. I feel like Khabib would just do the same thing. I don't. I feel like that's the fighter Connor does not beat. Especially ever. because I think Habib fights, well, not thinks. The next fight for Habib is Justin Gaethje, who beat the shit out of Tony Ferguson. That mean anything to me. Well, Tony Ferguson was the guy Habib's that... a whole different can of worms. That's very... I, I agree. A whole different monster. I agree with that. But Tony Ferguson is the guy that... Every single MMA critic, every single one, said this is the guy. If anyone beats Habib, it's going to be this guy because because of the way he fights. He doesn't fight hands first. He fights grapple first. Be the first time he's been put in there with a grappler. But Tony's slick and elusive, and he hits hard. He doesn't do like a Habib ties you up and gra- Tony Ferguson. I thought you said homeboy knocked him out. Justin Gaethje did, yeah. Yeah, I thought he was fighting, fighting Jason. Justin he Gaethje. is, he is. But I'm saying before that, Tony Ferguson was the guy that was going to go out there and give Habib the hardest test. And he got knocked out by Justin Gaethje. But Justin Gaethje, is a, he's a bona fide wild man. He doesn't have a he doesn't have the thing where you get hit and you 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 know you're not there. You're unconscious on your feet, basically. That thing that tells you get your feet back under you. Mm get your like mind right whatever that is in your head survival <laughs> it doesn't exist i watched him fight michael johnson who tagged habib once yeah i watched him fight michael johnson and his legs gave out and he still walked forward and started swinging while his legs were wobbling and then in the process of him getting hit more somehow woke up and I think I've seen that before. Yeah. I've seen that. Yeah, I know exactly that what you're talking guy, about. I think he might be able to be Habib, no. mainly because he's not going to tap. Break his arm. He's not going to He won't tap. Break his arm. He'll keep fighting. No, he won't. His arm's broken. They'll call it. They've done it before. His if it's not, broken, if it's not a visible break, he'll, if his arm breaks, he'll slide out of it much easier then. He, he, I think he has a good chance to beat Habib. If, actually, you know what? It depends. I think. Depends on how Habib starts the first ten seconds of that fight. If he if he starts the first ten seconds of that fight, just you know, sort of doing the the walk down, trying to pick and time his spots, you know, he's gonna might he might has he might have a chance to lose. If he goes out there and straight shoots for the takedown, that fight's over by the second round. <laughs> I think I'm about to go out like t- to show you who I think the best fighter is by far. Not okay. even close. It's not John Jones. It's not Connor. It's not. Justin Gaethje, it's not any of these. I, I think the – here's how confident I am in Khabib – or Habib. And I don't even really – I don't like him at all. Like, I'm not a fan of him. If him and any other fighter in the entire UFC met at a catchweight, I would, I would put money on Habib. Any other fighter in the entire UFC, if they met in the middle, I don't care if it's him and John Jones and they meet at such an insane weight, I'd take him. I'm I would take, take Habib. I'm taking Kamara Usman over Habib. Mm-hmm. I, I would take Habib. It's more I would deco- take Habib. It's more, direct, every... more decorated wrestler. I don't care. I don't also, care. I would take... I, it, has I he ever wrestled a bear? No. That's but he was the thing also, that does it was also a, me, It was also a so cub. Scary. It was a cub. Doesn't matter. That's terrifying. Cub. Anyway. I'm not wrestling a cub right now. Anyway. Not much no, less when I'm a child. I think Habib's the best fighter. I do. I think he's the best UFC fighter. No. I think... I. He just doesn't lose. Yeah, but you also have to look at his body of work. He picks the right fights too. He don't. You don't get to pick your fights in the UFC. The UFC picks you picks them for you. That's not true. That one hundred percent true. You can turn if stuff you, down. You, you can, can down. You call. can turn it down, but you you can call out somebody, and if the money's there, but 
if it's not there, then you're not getting picked. You get you get picked, or you get a line of guys. You can go, I want this fight, this fight, this fight. Which one? And I don't think that's the way to go about it. Habib Habib's ducked fights. That's why I don't consider him a, the, one of the greatest. He you duck Doug Floyd. That's why I don't consider Floyd one of the best boxer, the best boxer of Unde- all time. I just think there's a merit to being undefeated. Even if you pick fights, you just picked fights at the right time. You just took the fights when when it was an advantage for you. I don't see anything wrong with that. I see it being cerebral. I, I it's being it's, smart. It's smart. Yeah, I but at the same time, it's, down. Ca- it's cowardly. I understand beating someone at their prime. I get that. There's something honorable if about you're, that. If you're, if you're, you're the more best, likely to lose that way too. If, if you're the best, then beat your yeah, opponent at, at your, their best. At their I know. best. Yeah, I agree. I with think. You. When you don't pick the fight because you don't want the chance to lose, it's a coward's way out. Okay, but look at who he's beat. If you can name, I can't. I can't name, and I know Habib's track record pretty well. I can't name more than three title contenders that he's beat. I will he's beat s- Conor McGregor. Yep. I'll start by say I'll say this alone. He, he he beat a Conor McGregor off of a bender, first of all. Yeah. With two weeks of Conor actually training. But still, you still beat he, him. He beat him. He beat. Let's see. Uh, Ally Quinta, okay. Beat Michael know. Johnson. Michael Johnson was. He's a 500 fighter. He's a journeyman. He's he, a 500 fighter. He's a good fighter. He was a good fighter. He's at, a good at, fighter. at that time. He's beat. Um, let's see. Who else has he fought? Really, that's worth anything in the UFC. I just like I when I when I think of like you know people that are the goats of a sport. Habib, how do you spell his last name? I have no clue. Oh, let it's, me let it's, me say this. It's real a lot. Quick. Yeah, okay, let, here we go. On. Let me say this real quick. How many fights has Conor lost in his career? Four. Four. He's lost to Habib, Nate, Nate. Uh, and who. two dudes in Ireland. Okay, and those were early in his career. Yeah. Okay. He he has lost two fights in his prime. Yes, yeah. one was yes one he went and met another weight. He went up to one seventy to, to fight Nate. Yeah. Yes, it was on a two-week notice with yeah. Habib. You still beat the guy that people unanimously say is the best UFC fighter. Yeah, that holds a lot of merit, which is why I don't like Nate Diaz at all. But I will say that Nate Diaz, even if he hadn't fought in a year, it's a it's a top ten fighter in the UFC. I'll always say that because he took down a guy that I think is one of the best fighters of all time across boxing and mixed martial arts. Okay, here we go. And Habib did the same thing. Here we go. And it Habib, was not even close. Habib beat Connor brutally. No, he murdered him. Yeah. Doesn't matter if it's on two weeks, whatever. He still embarrassed him. He didn't embarrass him. As a, first of all, it was a two-week notice fight, and that was the first time in Habib's whole career that he lost a round. He was sitting on top of him going, talk now! He was. Talk he now! Was. Like that's, he beat Dustin Poirier recently, yeah. so I'll give him that. Yeah. That's actually a really like good Dustin fight. Poirier. He beat Edson Barbosa. Okay, I don't know who that is. Never been a contender. He beat Michael Johnson. He's a 500 fighter. Yeah. Okay. He beat Darren Horsher. I know Ooh. you don't like Habib. I don't like Habib either. I'm just saying. I just I don't see there's not a there's not a you I think you have to take in, take into account competition. Yeah, absolutely. I did that with Dak Prescott on the KSO, the episode that came out yesterday. So then, yeah, so I get I'll what you're saying. Because of their two because they're so, you know, they're they're basically each other's arch rival. Mm-hmm. You have to take into consideration. So you have Conor McGregor's record in comparison. So in the UFC he's fought one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve fights. He's lost two, so he's ten and two in the UFC. Connor? Yeah. And he he's beat, fought like he's like twenty something and he's 
22 and 4 yeah. in his whole career, yeah. but in the UFC he's 10 and 2. Yeah. He beat Marcus Brimage, nobody that yeah, was his first fight. Yeah. He beat Max Holloway, who will go down as the Is UFC's it? best featherweight of all time. Yeah, yeah. He beat Diego Brandao. He beat Dustin Poirier. Yep, good fighter. He beat Chad Money Mendez. Yep, good fighter. Featherweight, future yeah, featherweight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jose Aldo. Jose Aldo, yeah, that's the one I was about to say is Jose. That was Nate nasty. Diaz. Nate, who I respect. Eddie Alvarez. Who's nasty. And Donald Trump. He's beat all future Hall of Famers. Yeah. In their prime. Yeah. He's beat all of them. Compared to Habib, I, I get what you're saying. There's, saying. I think there's something to be accounted for there. Whenever you're beating people, if you say you're the best, you don't. You have to back it up. We've had this conversation before. Yeah. <laughs> um. Where are we at on time? Over an hour. Hour twelve. Yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to do this real quick? What is it? What you got for your birthday? Nah, it's all, yeah, it's all right. Okay. It's all good. I didn't get you anything. Sorry. It's okay. I'm broke. No, I'm not. Continue. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna answer the phone call. Um. Yeah. Talk to Peyton. Hello. Um. You can find me at uh, yeah, Kyler Durham twenty. Okay, cool. I'll uh, I'll call you right back. We're doing the outro right now. <laughs> You're good, man. I'll talk to you later. Bye. His voice cracks me up. Um, you can find me at Kyler Durham twenty one on Snapchat. No caps, no spaces. Every Tuesday and Friday, I, on my story, I post the link to this podcast right here. Every Wednesday, I post the link for the. K, okay, so AOC, the Academy of Conspiracy, season four is underway. Got the new co-host, Jacob Noyes. Uh, just recorded an episode today, actually. I think it's going to be one of our most popular ones. I'm not just saying that. I'm being honest. So I look forward to that one coming out. Uh, not this Wednesday, next Wednesday. Um, also, we've got Kai's Sports Opinion. Um, some interesting things going on there. If you haven't listened to that, uh, this week's episode came out yesterday. Go check that out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud. Uh, YouTube. Also, uh, patreon.com slash NYNP. You know the drill. Don't be an average spooky person. Be normal. Um, uh, I film cinema gaming on YouTube. Uh, new merch coming out soon, so be ready for that. Also, if you join the Patreon, you can get some of our old merch for free. So, go check that out as well. Aaron, stop putting that tripod up and do the outro. Find me on Snapchat at Aaron Cross 15 iPhone Aaron on Instagram and Twitter. And like Kyler said, iPhone Cinemas Productions, Night and Normal Podcast, Academy of Conspiracy, all on social media platforms everywhere. Be sure to check out Kai Sports Opinion every Monday and on that one on YouTube as well. Um, or just go to iPhoneCinemas.com for everything else. Yeah. Right. Well, um, you got anything else? Danny, I'll miss you. Yeah, miss you, Danny. I got something for you real fast before we wrap this up. Okay. Who's a famous person who'd kick your ass and a famous person whose ass you'd kick? Go. Don't even think about it. Go. Go, go, go. I'd whoop Kevin Hart's ass and, oh, damn it. What's his name? What's his name? From Fast and Furious. Jason. Jason Statham. Jason Statham would whoop my ass. Okay. You ready for mine? You'll love it. Because he's a legit martial artist. You'll love it. I would get the shit kicked out of me by Barack Obama. No doubt in my mind that dude can throw hands. I would murder Chris D'Elia. Chris, bring it on. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.